0: Before we get started on this episode of Real Nerds Podcast, remember, you can connect to the Real Nerds in many ways. You can follow us on Twitter, at RealNerds. You can go to our website, RealNerdsPodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook. You can also call us, 720-6Nerds5. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to Real Nerd's podcast, unofficially the official podcast at Denver Comic Con 2016 and beyond. With me always is James and Zach. Zach, this is like your third time in like a month, I think.
1: I know there's been some diff- interesting conversations to be had for the I films love it. that have come out. Recently. I love it.
0: Oh, I'm Ryan, by the way. I don't think I told people who I am. <laughs> Remember, Ryan, this might be at someone's first podcast. Um, That's right. Every week, the real nerds go see a new movie, and we podcast our experience to the world. This week, we went and saw Ten Cloverfield Lane. Before you guys say anything, make sure you see this movie before we talk about the movie at the end of the podcast, because everything in this movie is a spoiler. <laughs> um, and it's it, here's, and I will say this caveat about it: this movie works so well if you know as little about the movie as possible. Go in blank. Agreed. Go in blank. You know, you can know who's in it. You yeah. can know that they're in a bunker. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Yeah. The, f- um, the first trailer for this movie is really brilliant. It is. It is. Yeah. And so go see the movie because um, yeah, without think, us – I think we're all going to agree like, yeah.
2: hey, this is a movie that people should see. Yeah. So um, uh, see yeah. It
0: without us interfering and then come back and hear what we have to think uh, say about it. Agreed. Um, they should have if-
1: just called it Spoiler the Motion Picture.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> um there is a new person uh, – not a new person. There is a new announcement for a person coming to Denver Comic-Con. It is James's favorite actress in all the world. Katie Sackoff will be at Denver Comic-Con this year. I'm
2: going to decline to comment. <laughs>
0: um,
2: yeah, she, se- she seems like a nice person. She does.
0: Yeah. You know, maybe she just needs a good deep dick in. Son of a bitch. Maybe the most offensive line that's ever been in a put in film. I don't think. No, I don't think he said that. I think that's the joke we made. That, that's you know that. No, I'm pretty sure he said
2: something along line. Does of he that. really? I think he said something along the line. I gotta go back now. Does he really say? I'm pretty sure he uses a line. Serious deep Dickin is the Kevin Smith line. Yeah, from Yeah, I'm the pretty evening.
0: sure he says it pretty close to that. In fact, yeah, I'm gonna look up on IMDb because I'm. I bet that quote's on IMDb. Vin Diesel. The cure to lesbianism. Yeah. Oh my god. It's because she hasn't had
2: a good. I thought
1: deep- that was Kramer in Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's it's what it like, is. I turned him lesbian. He turns it back. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry.
2: I I man, I forgot about that movie. I know Sheesh. it was bad. Oh it's um, it's better than
0: Chronicles of Riddick. Uh, not really. Uh,
2: yeah. here's the thing. Neither of them are good.
0: Um, <laughs> you're still looking for that quote, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. You're so, like, I really want to prove. But the Denver Comic Con, make sure you get tickets. Log on to DenverComicCon.com yeah. and buy your tickets soon. It will sell out. Yeah. Garen Damn. Teed. Um, it is Father's Day's weekend. Um, it's awesome that it, they got her. She, like, there's, yeah, people love Battlestar Galactica.
2: Exactly. Um, that's the, the first thing. First two is, seasons of that
0: show are great. Like her for Battlestar Galactica. Do not like her for Riddick. And that's—it's it, not really her fault. It, <laughs> yeah. it, that movie is hor- horribly. Well, she's on written. that.
2: She's on that Longmire show that I've never watched, but my parents are 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 liking it. So uh, yeah, she, yeah, Longmire's yeah, go. good. She has is fans. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, fun. yeah. No.
0: I, I... <laughs> you set me up for this one. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm still looking, so you guys can talk about other things real fast. Uh. Anyway. Well. I. Well,
2: what what uh, what uh, what do you want to talk about, Zach?
0: What do I want to talk? How about? How, have, how
2: have you been? I like this shirt. This Thank cool. you. I'm, I'm choosing a side. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll we'll get to that later. It's like a it's like a baseball shirt thing, right? I don't know nothing about snow sports. It's, it's a
1: baseball jersey right. um, with the Captain America shield, and on the back it has ca- 1941, the year Cap first appeared. Oh, very cool. So it
0: um it. It's like fourteen bucks at Walmart.
2: Oh, there you go. Walmart, everybody. Walmart. Go maybe buy a thing at the Walmart. Yep. Yeah. He does
0: say I bet the big Jamoke knows. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. Vin Diesel like man, he should be cool. So I was at the gym the <laughs> he other should day. Be cool. And uh and they were showing Leon, the professional, mm-hmm. on like the little um uh, you know, like the I, I was on a bike thing, and they've got a TV like on every bike. Oh, the port, you can change the
1: screen. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Screen. So it's
2: like you got the screen, and then tiny little like picture-in-picture picture thing is here's Leon the professional showing on AMC or whatever. Um, and I I was listening to my podcast and, and such, but I I turned it on because I was like
0: eh, every now and, how, and then you want to be distracted. How about this one? You. Okay, go ahead. Somewhere along the way, I lost a step. I got sloppy, doled my own edge. Maybe I went and did the worst crime of all. I got civilized. Vin Diesel? Yep.
2: Was that. Was that... I kind of like your I, version I, I, of
0: Riddick
1: that... better. Yeah, that was. We, I, I, so uh, it's the, you know how we. spinning image. You know how we've been doing the fake trailers? Or the fake trailer, but that might spin off into more, but the Raveheart trailer? Yeah. I want to just do. Uh, and the, and the, the Ghost R- Bear? Riddick, with, but it's just Ryan in front of a green screen saying Riddick lines <laughs> <laughs> in a constant succession.
0: This is pretty good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, how about this one? All right, go ahead. Love those toenails, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Predator pink matches your nipples.
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh. That, I remember that line. Oh. Yeah, that's (laughs) how,
0: that's how sexist and uh, It's not actually on IMDb, and that really disappoints me, that line. Um, but Timothy Twy, (laughs) I don't like you. It is, uh, (laughs) who who is that? He's the writer. Oh, he's written. Yeah. Uh, Well, he's written, he's written The Fugitive. No, the, what? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, let, me see. Wait, let me see what fallen. party is on here. Okay, Maybe he so. wrote an episode of The Fugitive. He's the story. Wow. You know? All right. Screenplay Wait, with Jeb sto- Stewart. The story for an adaptation of a show? Yeah, all right. Screenplay with him and Jeb Stewart, but Jeb oh, Stewart okay. gets he's first. On, he's on screen. Uh, right. I don't think he's the one who uh, wrote every roundhouse, every house. Oh, he
2: wrote the first draft of the script then. okay, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. He didn't. I yeah. didn't kill my wife. I didn't kill my wife. That line care. wasn't even in the movie. He didn't write that line. Um, I like the
1: version of Milhouse in The Simpsons when he goes. Uh, I didn't do anything. I don't care. <laughs> Milhouse jumps off the fricking uh, tunnel of the bridge.
2: So, long story short, <laughs> my glasses. <laughs> Even without any sound, Leo and the Professional is gorgeous, and I need to watch that movie again. It was the, it was the sequence where uh, um, she she sneaks back into the house and gets the money out of the apartment, uh, and then and then Gary Oldman comes in and is like i'm gary oldman everyone yeah 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 and just i didn't even need sound it was just it was just beautiful man oh, nice. what happened to luke Bisson? where did he go crazy
0: uh he made lucy all uh, right anyways here's uh what's playing at the alamo draft house hi
2: everybody tim league here to talk to you about our next draft house recommends title this movie is called midnight special and it's by director jeff nichols who although he's only made a few movies they have all to a film been exceptional and this one is no exception the movie
0: features some of my favorite actors out there uh, michael shannon and also joel edgerton kirsten dunce with strong strong performances but what's really unique about this film it's his first
2: foray into science fiction which is my favorite genre of film and you so rarely get to see an original sci-fi story. So this is not only original; it's fantastic.
0: By the way, the Alma Drafthouse is the best place to see a movie in Colorado. It
2: is. Um, oh, we just—you uh, guys weren't at the birthday party yesterday, but for for Matt and Shauna who were in town, mm-hmm. and we were talking. and They were like, "Oh man, there's just there are no good theaters in Seattle." Like they're talking about moving back, and they're like, "We're excited to have a theater again." Like yeah. you just can't. We haven't seen a movie in
0: months. Oh, uh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Uh the next food and film is The Beastmaster and that is the 22nd. That's going to be uh paired with Avery Brewing Company.
2: That's the one with the guy who's the best friends with a ferret, right? That's a that uh, movie? Uh sure. Okay.
0: Um Kids Camp this week is Batman the Movie. The Batman movie is the one from 1966, which is pretty fun.
1: You oh, evil twisted fiend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh uh. That's
1: awesome. I saw the trailer uh, for it up front, and it just looks fantastic yeah. in HD. <laughs>
0: oh uh, yeah, I have it on Blu-ray. It's great. Oh, um, the Pitch Perfect sing-along is on the twentieth. So, so tell me what you want. That's not on there. Um, <laughs> let's see what else we got. <laughs> fantastic <laughs> Mr. Fox is playing the twenty-fourth. Cool. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Par- Tur- uh, Ninja Turtles Two: <laughs> The Secret of the Ooze, Pizza Party. Say that three times fast. Right is the twentieth, and you can see the our very own Bradley Haig down there. He'll be at that. That's uh, reading. Yeah, uh, Mortal Kombat is the twenty-first. Awesome. Which the first one is okay. <laughs> I don't know why they don't make rated R Mortal Kombat's. I mean, they have the web series; that's pretty violent. Yeah, but isn't that the whole point of Mortal Kombat? I I think so. It is called Mortal Kombat. Yeah, with a K. Uh, totally eighty sing-along is the nineteenth. Okay, and just a few more. Psycho Pass the movie is the fifteenth and sixteenth.
2: Cool. Uh, Spring Breakers cool.
0: is the seventeenth.
2: Oh, I don't like that movie. Nope. Zach. Good. Zach, you like that movie? Ooh. I don't mind it. Okay. What the
0: hell? The 31st, The Monster Squad is back. Am I going have to go see that again? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw that three days before my son was born last time.
2: I've never seen it. You haven't? No. Do you want to go see The Monster Squad? Oh, dude, you have to see we The Monster Squad. We should go see The Monster Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. This great. is great. This is the thing we should do.
0: Um, this Friday, Pee-wee's Big Holiday will be playing... And me and Brad will be doing that this week instead of seeing Allegiant, uh, <laughs> the Divergent series, which is to be currently fair, sporting a 0% Rotten tomatoes. Hey, to be fair, if I were in the state, we'd be going to see Allegiant. See, here's a cool thing about Pee Wees. I, the thing that is bumming me out about my work schedule right now is that I can't make it to Alamo because me and my wife have conflicting schedules and, yeah. you know, I guess I have to watch my kid. Um, and, but Pee Wees' big holiday is, debuting on netflix and at the on alamo so it costs five dollars to see it at the alamo but it's five dollars for a food voucher oh cool so your money doesn't go to the movie it just goes to buy food yeah so there you go yeah nice. like and that's what's playing at the alamo draft house log on to alamodrafthouse.com forward slash littleton for your colorado but you know what if you have an alamo draft house in your neck of the woods yeah always play specialty stuff make sure you there's check one out.
2: In, there's one in san francisco which is where i'm gonna be next week so nice you know if you're in yeah, san francisco agent go see Legion there I, I That seems like a waste of a trip to San Francisco. I hope so. Go <laughs> <laughs> <Coated> to Alcatraz instead. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The Rock was also on the TV at the gym uh, this nice. week. Yeah, that was pretty exciting. Nice.
0: Yeah. Uh, this week we're going to start with real news. In other news,
2: the Prime Minister of Sweden visited Washington today, and my tiny
1: little nipples went to France. I want you to get up right now and go to the window. Open it and stick your head out and yell. I do the cha-cha like a sissy girl.
2: I'm sorry, we seem to be having some technical difficulties. Uh, this y- y- You may have noticed there wasn't the normal bumper there. There was the trailer for Captain
0: America. Nice. That how great is that trailer? It's really great. Not not just the Spidey parts, but here's the thing: is this the shot where Cap is all beat up, and he's like, "Is that the best you got?" And it's a flashback to the first Captain America. I can do this all day. Oh man, do this all day. Here's the thing:
2: I I hate to tell you this, Ryan. What's that? Spider Man's the worst part of that trailer. No, he's not. Yeah, that and that's not to say that Spider Man's bad. I'm just saying. That trailer, if you cut off the Spider-Man part, is still the coolest oh, yeah. trailer. It's so good. I just, I, I told, uh, uh, Rafe, I was at, at the movie with him yesterday, and I was like, dude. I want like Aaron Sorkin's Civil War. I just want, I just want long sequences of Cap and Iron Man in a room, just talking
0: at each other about how they disagree. (laughs) That's what's so cool about, this is why Marvel is so great at releasing trailers. Yep. The first trailer they released was really good. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, I see what they're trying to do. It's going to be Captain America versus Iron Man. Right. And then this last trailer, they're sitting in a room arguing about their views on the world and who's right and who's wrong. And you have an actor like Chris Evans, who's amazing. And you have an actor like Robert Downey Jr. Who knows how to wrap his, his, the way he says, he says things around words. Yeah. And just the way Robert Downey Jr. Is able to do it. And it's such a contrast between the two characters. And I just going, Oh my God, I love this so much. And you know, it even started with, um, uh, general ross where he's talking to cap and he says you know new york sokovia yeah oh, and, and man, cap's like shut I, it off that's enough shut. that's enough it's yeah. oh my gosh it's so good because there's also a shot too of scarlet witch where she's it's her is and stuff are dying and yes. he's, Oh, it's so good yeah yeah i've watched this trailer like four honestly, times honestly
2: when that scene's over when that scene, and I, I assume that's actually the exact same scene where he and Iron Man are, are fighting. Mm-hmm. When that scene's over, I'm going to want them to roll the movie back
0: and start it again. Yeah. And be like,
2: I don't need to know how it ends yet. Like, I, I just need to see that twice. And
0: here's the thing. As I'm watching the trailer, I'm pretty sure the scene with Spidey yeah. is in the middle of the movie.
2: Oh, I'm sure. Because, 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 again, they still have not shown us the actual villain of that movie. Yep. Like
0: that's what i'm saying
2: yeah that 's really smart like you can you put that side by side by the water by the the dc trailer and you're just like what are you doing like who is in charge of marketing there that they can't get this shit right
0: yeah and see and... it's so clever there's a scene in it i, I like I said, i've watched this like four or five times yeah there's a scene where iron man doesn't have his mask on and he's talking and behind him there's all these newspaper clippings And if you look really closely, I'm pretty sure it's Spider-Man in the newspaper clippings. Oh, yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's a scene of him going to May's and Peter's house, recruiting Parker, saying, hey, I'm going to upgrade your tech. I need you to come and help me fight. And that's why he calls him and he has the web shooters and he has like the,
2: the zoom in the zoom in.
0: So cool. And his costume is like a blend of like the sixties and the ultimate Spider-Man from the two thousands. Yeah. Not uh, the Miles Morales one, but the Peter Parker one. Are Are they
3: Ditko
1: eyes? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, everything like the little Spider-Man emblem is Ditko. Yeah. Uh, The red Spider-Man on his back is Ditko. Yeah. And they updated, it kind of looks like he has armor. On his arms. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah, that. I'm not sure. Well, it's, hard, t-
2: it's hard because one of his arms has got
0: the shield on. Yeah, it. that's now my cover on Facebook. Oh, I thought it was so great. great. It's so good. And even his, hi, everybody. He yeah. sounds like a kid. Hey, everyone. <laughs> hey, everyone. Yeah. yeah. So it's, hey, every,
2: it's funny because I, when I, when I got home the other day and I, I watched it and I went and told Dan, my roommate, and I was like, Dan, oh, Dan, you gotta watch this. And he goes, he's like, well, oh, oh, I heard Spider-Man shows up. Does he just show up and go,
1: hey, guys? In like, a, in,
2: like a, in like a whiny teenager voice, and you're like, "Oh, Spider Man!" And I was, I just started dying laughing. I was like, "Holy shit! How how did you know that?" <laughs>
0: yeah. And that's it. But here's, it just looks so good, yeah. and for him to actually be in a movie with those characters, yeah, dude, I'm it's just a dream come true. It, it's it's so cool.
2: As long as... Second only to having your favorite director make your favorite yeah, character into a okay, movie. There
0: will never, ever be a replacement for the first time I saw Spider-Man. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Just the overall experience I had with that movie. Yeah. Um, the death of Gwen Stacy was really close um, in Spider- Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Um, but to see him grab Captain America's shield... It's you so know
2: cool. it's so get cool. ready to fight how is this a movie ryan i how is this a thing I'm that we're we living in,
0: you know i don't one of my favorite things about being part of the media is we're signed up to epk it's funny that you so, said that so oh, right because we're best friends with jj yeah, yeah so yeah, right, yeah. we got that trailer at like five in the morning <laughs> in our email and i just happened to be up with my kid yeah. and um you know i see i'm like oh my god and I don't know the rules about releasing the trailer, so I didn't release it. I
2: think when they send it, that's Is like that cool? for
0: immediate release, yeah. yeah. Well it doesn't didn't say for immediate release on the thing, so I'm like, I don't know if I should put this out. Oh, yeah. And so uh but
1: it said for Ryan Frost's immediate uh, release. <laughs> I think they sent it just to me.
0: Yeah. Um But <laughs> no I mean there's else. but even when you you know look at the rest of the movie, there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. I think T'Challa, oh, the Black Panther, sorry. Yeah nerd moment. <laughs> uh the Black Panther uh, there's a part where he's getting like shot at and it's like bouncing off of him, so you know his suit's like made of the same stuff that Captain America's shield is. Yeah, it is. Because weren't they at Wakanda and they're yeah, looking? Wasn't
2: that? I feel like we've been to Wakanda before. Yeah. Hmm.
0: hmm. So it's it's great. <laughs> it, I think We're so dumb. I think there's going to be three oh. big set pieces in it. I think the yeah. opening is probably going to be with crossbones. Yeah. And. Uh, then there's gonna be Winter Soldier attacking the UN.
2: Well, yeah. So it'll be like it'll be Crossbones and whatever Crossbones is doing is gonna set up like sort of a uh, some kind of blackmail on on uh, the Winter Soldier because he's trying to help, mm-hmm. but everybody thinks he's still bad. And then that's why Cap is like, "No, it's okay." And then this whole this whole thing starts of like, "Oh, you guys are the worst." And then they all start to ang- like get mad and then at each Baron other. Baron shows up. And yeah, like, they haven't even shown him yet. I know. I know. They haven't even really shown, uh, crossbones. Like, you, he's you in see a, him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but not in, not really in the trailer. Like, he's in the background of the trailer, and I think there's a, sh- there's a release shot of, like, yeah. there's a,
0: there's a still
2: that they released of it. Yeah, but you don't
0: know what he's doing. Uh-oh. Have... Yeah, he's working for Hydra, I'm sure. It's
2: not like, yeah, it's not like in, in, uh, Winter Soldier where, like, you got that, that
0: shot in mm-hmm. the trailer where he walks out into the street. I know, but like I said, something Marvel does, you know, cause I, obviously I know the comics and I knew Bucky was a Winter Soldier. Yeah. But I'll never forget in my theater, I saw it with people when they revealed it was Bucky. <gasps> oh yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah. That is super obvious. The second time I saw it, I saw it with my folks and my mom was like, <gasps> no. <I> was like, <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> really? Cause you, he even looks like him. Duh. Like, even though he has his face covered, he still kind of looks like him. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, You know, teach their own. That's why Marvel is so much better. To me,
2: to me, it's also kind of telegraphed where I'm like, I'm watching it and I'm like, of course, yeah, I also know it's coming, but I'm like, like, come on, guys, you can read, you, you see all the like stamps all over this of like, hey, this, he knows who this, this bad guy knows him and he Mm. knows this bad guy. You know, it's going to be shocking. He's wearing a mask. Yeah. We must already know him. And there's only like four characters he can be because everybody (laughs) else in Cap's life died 20 years ago yeah (laughs)
0: like and the cool thing is too but what what marvel does is the trailer even though it has iron man spider-man all these people and it's an avengers movie yeah it's still a captain america movie it still has the political intrigue right it still has those moments and now you're just amplifying it with superheroes right you know it's also a great shot how about when hawkeye shoots and the ant-man's running across the arrow i think it's
2: an i think it's an ant-man arrow is it
0: an Ant Man arrow? Maybe, or uh, maybe maybe I it don't is know. He just maybe he's is just I don't like, care. "Hey, get on the air." Yeah, either don't way, care. it's cool. He went between Iron Man's hands and ran on Iron Man. I don't know. I know. I just want to see it. Ah! And then I, lo- I love
2: the shot where like he's he's the gloves coming on, mm-hmm. and then he like grabs the gun just in time, and so he pulls the trigger in his hand, mm-hmm. and that look. He's like, like "You on, just tried to kill me." On Stark's face, where yeah. he's like, "Oh shit, you son of a bitch!" <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, oh man. Oh, it's gonna be great. I, I already. No, it's going to be a great movie. Yeah, I mean James Gunn told me it was. So
2: <laughs> James <laughs> Gunn always somebody to trust.
0: I know it's funny. He's he's also tweeted Tom Holland greatest Spider Man ever.
2: Okay, okay. He does look. I will say, you know, he looks a little waxy in the trailer, but it's not final CG. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he shows up, and I think part of it is the way he's designed is that that, mm-hmm. that shade of red and just yeah. the, the 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 like texture of his suit because he doesn't have. At least in that shot, you don't see as, as much detail and yeah. stuff. I think it's really um, quick. Yeah. And, and I, I, think th- it's, I think it's also early
0: CG. Yeah. And I've, I I think they did it the right way. Is, you know, everyone knew Spider-Man was in it. Yeah. You waited till the last trailer. You gave a little glimpse just to give people that hope that, you know, the new Spider-Man movie is going to be awesome. Yeah. And they cast some uh, young woman in Spider-Man movie. I don't know. She's some pop star actress named Zedania, I don't know who that is, but she's she's cute. Zidania. Yeah. And uh, she's playing some character named Michelle. Whatever. I'd listen to music by Zedinia. I just hope that Mysterio is the villain in it.
1: I love that it's going to be their longest movie thus far. Yeah. It has has to be. Two and a half hours. It's going to be like, what was it, 146 minutes? Something like that, Something like that, yeah. Because it's going to give enough Civil War... I mean, you, we we don't have to really explain what Civil War is to anybody here, obviously, no. but it's an extensive storyline to condense it all into a two-and-a-half-hour movie. is going to be a feat in itself.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if this is... Winter Soldier is my favorite Marvel movie of all time. It's not a bad to far. pick. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. Really I, I, I don't want to get my hopes up, but I wouldn't be surprised if Civil War knocked it off the list. Yeah. But Winter... Winter Soldier has a lot going for it on its end, but the Spider Man I, I wanted to I wanted to tell you specifically that made me want to watch a Spider Man thing again. Yeah, that was the first that I remember being a kid again watching that trailer because I it, the the Garfield ones didn't do it for me. No. just that was just my thing. That's but um, this new one. Just the way it was the it wasn't what he said. It was the action shot of grabbing oh, yeah. sh- the cap shield.
0: Oh yeah. The, the, I mean the, the the way the camera moves. It, I think that's a, so such an important part of Spider Man is you know it's over the shoulder and I love so Spider Man swings over shoots Cap with webbing grabs a shield and then Cap's trying to get his hands out of the webbing.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't even think they were going to show Spider Man. I thought that was going to be the end of the trailer. Yeah. Like he grabs it and you're like oh I guess that's it and then they just gave that last little. Here, yeah. here, Here's a little taste. And I love the line, Hey, underoos. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah. It's, um...
2: Here we go. Here's some Zedaya.
0: Oh, Zedaya, do- I don't remember her name. Do- 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 I think it's she's just... like a Nickelodeon or a Disney star, I forget. I
2: hope she does the theme song for Spider-Man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that sounds like garbage. But I I hope that the movie is really good. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. It'll be cool. Mysterio. Um... I still want Bruce Campbell to play Mysterio. That was my... Original idea for oh, no, Spider Man you, 4. You've told the story a few times.
2: I think it's fantastic, just up front, <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah.
0: So, I don't know if you ever heard my story. So, mm-hmm. this is my theory for Mysterio. So, for Spider Man 4, so in the Raimi films, there's one constant character in the Raimi films besides Spidey.
3: Yeah.
0: It's Bruce Campbell. He right. plays, you know, he plays the ring announcer, then he's the Snooty but, uh, Usher, and then he's a the Maitre D. Mm-hmm. So, my idea was he was Quentin Beck as a Mysterio and he kept on changing his role throughout the series. And then the last one, he becomes Mysterio. So you, so you to... would
2: just have a... He wouldn't play Mysterio. Yeah. There would just be a scene where, like, it's him, and then he turns into Mysterio, and you realize that
0: it's... Yeah. Yeah. Right? Oh, know, then, I want and, that movie. And that would, that would just be the beginning, though. Like, Mysterio won't be the main villain. It's oh. like... It'd be... Like, how amazing Spider-Man, too, how the rhino kind of showed up at the beginning, and then Spider-Man kicks his butt.
1: And then she shows up, and then he can show up at the end, yeah. possibly. Yeah.
0: Or, you know, then it goes into Craven's last hunt. I
1: yeah. love... <laughs> right, which that, is really what you that want. That would be great, too. My. I, that idea because that would be a pure Raimi movie at that oh, point. Yeah. It would cease to be a Spider Man movie oh, and become yeah. a Raimi movie. And
0: that was my original like pitch. See you, do, you could do
2: the same thing with the Chameleon too.
0: Oh yeah. Right? Like he could have been the Chameleon. I the think if time. you made the Chameleon a villain in Spider Man, I think it'd be pretty interesting too.
2: It would make for a really interesting Marvel movie, right? Because it would be mm. it would be closer to a Captain America movie yeah. than a normal Spider Man movie.
0: And I still think uh, for the new Spider Man, I mean I've said it many times, I think they should that J.J. Jonah should be in it. Uh yeah. and I think he should hire Alistair Smythe to build the spider slayers. And I think Spider-Man fighting robots would be really cool because that way you kind of get people back into the Spider-Man world and you don't have to be dark. And you,
2: yeah, you give it a, well, and you give it a, um, not a levity, but, a the sort of grounded, as much as it yeah. can be, but the grounded nature of the Marvel universe, exactly. Right? And you get away from, if you've, got Cat, if you've got Iron Man doing all this stuff, it sort of makes sense that somebody be like,
0: yeah, you know, and you get away from, I mean, I love all the Spider-Man movies, but you get away from the mad scientist, yes. you know, it, it yes. gets it just, you know, J.J., Jay hates Spider-Man. He's going to hire Alistair Smythe to make these spider robots to stop him. You can even have him give the Scorpion a costume. I don't care. (gasps) And have him fight the Scorpion. Scorpion.
1: Is Scorpion definitely the villain? Oh, no, no. This is 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 my idea. This is your idea? Somebody said Craven. Kevin Bacon is Craven the Hunter.
2: And I would love to see that. I like just the idea of shooing scenery or, left and right. I
0: even like the idea of, uh, Jonah hiring Craven to come and stop Spider Man. Because sure. if Craven is, you know, a lot like, uh, oh. Quartermane in, uh, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, he's in yes. Africa as a hunter. Yeah. And then they just hire Craven to come get Spider Man. Or you get, you get the Punisher out of, uh, out of the Daredevil show. Oh. I mean, they've sort of said they won't cross those over anytime soon. That'd be sweet soon, though. That I'd would love be to really cool. That.
2: Yeah.
3: Anyways, uh, yeah. One, that's my Spider
0: Man one week. So daredevil For the week. Uh <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I was blown away. Um Good so job, Marvel.
2: I'm gonna So the actual piece of news is that they're talking about rebooting Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. um whatever, blah blah blah. Don't care. Somebody said Daisy Ridley, and I'm all on board with that. Heck yeah. I want to see the Daisy Ridley Tomb Raider movie. Uh that would be awesome. I think that would be amazing. Yes, you make it exactly like the last game, only you yep. find a completely different mystery. Like, you gotta yep. go co- get a cool mystery. Yeah. Uh, which is one of the things that they always did. <sighs> okay, it's more true to the video games, the, the the movies are, as far as, like, hey, let's come up with just some dumb world mystery thing yeah. that we completely made. Oh, we gotta go find the crystal of life. <laughs> um. Don't do that. Make it an Indiana Jones movie. Like mm. have them go, you know, or or at least make it uncharted level of story. Yeah. Like I, you I, can do better.
0: I mean, I like the idea of her being on a ship looking for uh, a cursed island. It shipwrecks sure. there, and it's like yes. a horror movie. Yeah, I, right. You know, uh, Two yeah, Raider
2: in
1: the Curse of Oak Island. <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah.
0: Even even the first. Uh,
2: yeah, that first video game. You could you could turn that into something as long as you give it a better ending than. Yeah, like, I agree. Hey, you have to fight this crazy witch thing. Yeah. Actually, if you did. If you did the witch storyline from the new game, which is the best story in the, the, that game because the new game has the worst story in a game I've played in a long time, um, that would be really cool too.
0: Yeah. Because then it's just like, oh, she's like drugging people. And I'll watch anything with Daisy Ridley. I've, yeah, I I've fell really in good. love with her. She's really great. I have – every time I see a Ray Ashen figure, I buy it. There was this interesting
2: article I read this week because she got um, – so there were, there were people uh, apparently saying stuff online about like – how, how unrealistic she is and how she's a bad role model for women because Wait, it's what? like, real women have curves. Which, A, are, yeah, right, okay. She's clearly, A, she's like 19 years old, right? Probably a naturally thin woman. Yeah. And she, she had this rebuttal that was like, real women come in a lot of different shapes and sizes and I'm one of them. Yeah. And like, it's a really well written thing. Um, And then she took it down because, uh, the people who were saying stupid shit on the internet were getting yelled at a lot and were getting picked on. And so then she was like, Oh, well, I don't, I don't want my really well written, uh, tweets to cause people to get yelled at. So I took mine down and then she put something more diplomatic up there. But, uh, she seems fantastic. Yeah. No, no. What? Great. Wouldn't that be cool? It's a, it's perfect casting. And if if you were a, if you were a studio head and you were like, we could, we could get
0: that girl from that Star Wars movie.
2: Why would you not do that? Yep. That's almost like, like Emily gold. Blunt being
0: Mary Poppins.
2: Yes. That level of casting. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um like just adorable British woman uh who who could play, you know, that that version of Laura Croft really which is the only one I want. I I yeah. don't want I don't want Angelina Jolie Laura Croft ever again. Like that was of a time, and not a very good one. Uh I want like she's a bad I I kind of want a movie that's kind of like Ten Cloverfield Lane, if you know what I'm saying.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: How about some resourcefulness?
0: Yep. Right. That's yeah. what I
2: want in a Tomb Raider movie. That's what
0: I want out of Laura Croft. I don't want her to be rescued. I want her to do the rescuing. Yeah. I want her to run and say, "Why are you holding my hand? I want I that."
2: Fa- I found these two sticks.
0: I made a bow. I yep. killed a dude. It's sweet.
2: And then I felt bad about it.
0: <laughs> that's what I want. Did you from guys a see Tomb the the, trailer, the new trailer for The Huntsman? Uh, yes. Oh. Yeah. It was before mine. I'm like, is this a different movie? Yes, they, it is a different they, movie. <laughs> they've promoted it way, two different ways. Two where yeah. uh, Emily Blunt's character is evil, and then this new one, they she's like fighting everybody. I'm like, what is going on? I don't, I don't know. I have no, I idea, have no idea, idea what on. that movie is. I couldn't is. tell if
1: it was a prequel or a sequel at I, one point. I thought it was I like- I think it's a sequel because the I think Queen it's a prequel slash
0: them. sequel. What? I think it takes place before, and that's when- um, And then also That's after? when Elsa becomes evil. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that my in? frozen joke. Oh, okay, all right. Um, and and then it takes place later with Ravina, Raven, Rivet. Rave oh, no, I know I have it on my. I, I haven't watched it yet. Um, <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen Snow White and the Huntsman since yeah. it came out. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's sitting on my like shelf. Harry Potter houses. <laughs> Why do you own it? Because it was uh, five ninety nine. Is it Disney? No, it was five ninety nine, and then when it's half off, it's two fifty. Oh, okay, all right, sure. Yep. Why not? I got I got the Disney Tarzan for five bucks. Oh, cool! Cause you've in my heart. I saw that in the theaters. you you've in my heart. It's not great. Is
2: that? It's all right. Animation's I beautiful. I haven't seen it in a long time. Well, yeah. I mean, of course it is. You got a great director at the helm, Kevin yeah. Lima. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: uh, no, that's my next one. I rearranged all my Disney movies on my shelf to an order of release. Oh. So that's my next uh, uh, binge. I'm almost done with my comic book one. I'm gonna rewatch some of the ones I really enjoy. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm almost done. What do you have left? I have the two Blade sequels, uh, the Spirit. Oh, you have to watch.
2: You have to watch Blade Trinity. Yeah, I uh,
0: V for Vendetta, R.I.P.D. and the two Red movies. Losers and losers. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And I'll probably watch History of Violence one more time. Oh, that's fair. Because that movie's awesome. <laughs> Road to Perdition. Oh yeah, I just got that on Blu-ray. Yeah. It's one of those ones I'm at. It's an amazing movie. I was at uh, and you know, it's one I'm always looking for on Blu-ray. They have that and Unbreakable on Blu-ray. Oh, so those are good movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's M Night Shyamalan's best movie. Oh, yeah, it's a, and his M- last M- good one.
2: M Night Shyamalan's third
0: best movie. Yeah, it's his last good one. Yeah. Anyway, cool. Uh, I think that was
2: new. Oh, there's a there's a cool Kubo and the Two Strings trailer. I keep talking yep. about this movie. Go look at it. It's Who's that? Gorgeous. By? It's Laika. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Great. It's gorgeous. Matthew McConaughey's in it. Um, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's news, unless I missed something. Did I miss something? I don't think I missed something.
0: I don't anything. think so. Okay, cool. There wasn't much this week.
2: Yeah.
0: Everything's shooting right now.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, well, I mean, they're four weeks into Star Wars. We got yeah. we got a picture from the set of Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, I got a picture of Ryan Johnson standing somewhere, being cool. Yep. Yeah. Good job, Ryan Johnson. I I love look him. at I, me. I'm directed Star Wars. I, mm-hmm. I,
2: I've shake I've, I've shook his hand. I impressed him with my I still have my 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 ticket stub to Brick. Well, he
0: also, he really liked a tweet you put out. He, like, got one of our tweets to be really big.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I used to tweet at him all the time because I've... He's yeah, like, dude, I'm I'll tweet it. Leave me his. alone. Right. <laughs> Please, right? I I love that he has not changed his background or, or Twitter picture in ten years, eight years, something Good like that. Because like, it's really cool. Yeah.
1: One of my favorite memories uh, with you was uh, getting to meet him and talk with him
2: about Treasure of the Sierra Madre.
1: Oh man, yeah, that was such he a was... fun
2: conversation, <laughs> dude. And Nathan, and Nathan Johnson was there, who's amazing. Oh gosh,
0: man, isn't it cool? This podcast has afforded us to meet cool people.
2: Oh yeah, oh it's yeah. Wonderful. well. I mean, technically, the Alamo afforded that opportunity. But, you know, it's but given sure. us the
0: courage to
2: that. That is one hundred percent true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ba- back in the day, I probably would not have gone up to Ryan Johnson.
0: I hadn't been like, uh, my, my will, next, will you uh, sign,
2: my, sign my ticket stub for
0: Brick? My next golden goose is going to be Stan Lee. Oh, um, man. I'm going to get him to say you're listening to Real Nerds Podcast, Excelsior. You I'm totally going to do would. it. It would be so cool. Because if I have to pay 90 bucks to get his autograph, he's going to fucking say that line. <laughs> Listen, old man. <laughs>
1: Whatever anyway, yeah. you say, Spider-Friend, just don't yeah. hurt me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Face front, true believer, I'll do it. I hope he really talks like that in real life. i yeah. so awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he does By then, he'll, I'll probably be the 10,000th person to see him that day He's oh, like, yeah. fuck off, spider friend <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't have a voice anymore yeah. he's like, uh,
1: uh, Excelsior
2: <laughs> He's ADR nowadays <laughs> oh, oh, He's oh. a robot Um, Yeah, that's news What are cool. we
0: doing next? Uh, Hey, we watched this stuff this week Yeah, we did
3: Oh, we got movie sight. This My boomstick! I love being a turtle! You're getting your wishes, so now Scott! The line must be drawn. Yeah! Damn you all hell! And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance
0: upon thee. You. Now you're getting nasty. Zach, what'd you watch this week? Uh, watched a couple
1: of different things. It um, better be I'm con- good. I'm continuing... <laughs> You know, because I can't made guarantee it. that. You know, I can't. Um, I watched. Um, I'm continuing the Clint Eastwood marathon for uh, the website. Cool. So I've uh, been going through Tender Clint, and the first stop on that journey was Million Dollar Baby, which I hadn't seen in a while. Um, great film. I like it. I like it a lot. Sorry, I have no despite heart. your fart noise. I really
2: like it. <laughs> uh, it's all right. I, I like the movie. Uh, I what like happens him? at the end? <laughs> won't spoil that for anybody <laughs> have, you, have you not seen the it's always sunny in philadelphia episode
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right um shot beautiful beautiful shot well executed uh i forgot jay baruchel was in the movie no <laughs> really plays danger
2: oh i don't remember I that.
1: challenge the world uh, anthony mackie's in it too michael pena there's a lot of uh marvel oh, wow. and seth rogan people in that movie that like have their up their up and coming careers ahead of them <laughs> Um, so, um, yeah, I'll be continuing the Clint Eastwood marathon here and here on the website soon. So, uh, other stuff I watched, um, I saw Zootopia.
0: Ugh. Yeah. That's great. My heart Damn.
1: melted.
0: Yeah. Like how beautiful is that movie? It,
1: it's, it's more than beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah. And stunning. Only that film could get me to listen to a Shakira song on a loop. Right. Because I, I, I don't listen to that type of music, but I, I've been listening to
0: try everything Mm-hmm. This whole week. <laughs> no, I, is that the
2: one where she's in the... with And there's buffaloes everywhere?
0: Yep. <laughs> oh, is it? Uh, uh, I... Another Disney character I've fallen in love with is Judy. I, oh, I absolutely love that character. She is
1: one of the best written characters I've seen come out of Disney oh, in a while. But I was... I go you do? I preface this in my review. Uh, I haven't seen their new renaissance outside of Big Hero 6. Oh, so okay. I haven't seen Frozen. I haven't seen um uh Tangled. And I haven't seen... uh What's the other one? Wreck It Ralph? Wreck It Ralph. Vs. That was the one that I was telling you about. So,
0: in my opinion, I would, um, watch Wreck It Ralph, then Tangled, and then, uh, Frozen. And, uh, like, Frozen is a good movie, and I really enjoyed it. But I think their other movies are more clever. Um, oh. I, I, I don't know why Frozen caught on so well. I mean, I, I love Frozen, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, I'm not disparaging it anyway. Yeah. But, um, how clever Wreck It Ralph is. Yes. And, um, tangled uh Flynn in that movie is one of my favorite characters because he's um he's not who he th- you think he is um is Zootopia not on that list or is it at the bottom oh no Zootopia is on the top of that list oh okay all yeah. right yeah, yeah. I, I just couldn't tell because of the way you said it. okay
1: and Jason Bateman's character when he goes into the story of why he doesn't trust mm-hmm. others and that scene with the muzzle it oh, I I started breaking down crying oh yeah like I I was just Oh, I was man. absolutely blown Zootopia away. Zootopia is wonderful.
0: Zootopia is probably a. Because here's the thing with Zootopia: is, is, yeah, it's, you know, a colorful, fun movie, but the way it deals with social issues, especially something that's so prevalent right now, is amazing. Yep. And it's it's another don't judge a book by its cover kind of um, story, but. But it's mature. Uh, it's so mature. Y- exactly, because, you know, your hero is guilty of it too in this movie. Mm-hmm. and um like i said i in the review of it you know last week is when you think it's over the movie's actually just starting um you know when they capture uh the mayor lion guy you're like yeah. oh she solved the case no that's like the beginning of the movie
1: played mm-hmm. played by jk simmons who <laughs> yeah. has my favorite line in the movie is at the end of the movie when mm-hmm. uh spoiler for say so, hey, just...
0: <laughs> oh james hasn't seen uh, it
1: he hasn't seen it yet No. you know what he's saying when yeah. he's talking to the news yeah. with his crew
0: <laughs> That's That's my favorite line. (laughs) That's great. And I think Idris Elba as uh, uh, the chief of police. The ox, yeah. The ox is really good. Oh, yeah. Because at first he doesn't accept, you know, Judy as part of the team because she's, you know, a bunny rabbit and she slowly earns her way. um, It's great. And then how Bateman saves her from him and he's going to fire her. Oh, man. I love that movie.
2: Yep. Will my niece sit through it? She's four.
0: Good? Yeah. Okay, cool. Here's the thing: Is it still really colorful and funny? Yeah, and it moves so quickly that for a child, they're not going to get the deep social impact of it.
2: No, they're going to understand that they're going to they're going to be watching the fun, the like minute-to-minute adventure, exactly, kind of like with peanuts, right? Exactly. Where it's like the story keeps changing enough that they're exactly. Okay, cool. Because That's there's enough
0: want. in it where you know Judy's you know riding parking tickets really fast, and then she has a conversation with um, uh, what's the fox's name? I can't remember his name right now. Um, Nick. Nick, yeah. Yeah, so then she has conversations with Nick about, you know, what being a good person is. It's really good, yeah. I think she'll be all right. I, Sweet.
1: I do have one comment about Zootopia, and it was the only thing I had wrong with it. Is The Godfather still a funny reference? <laughs> 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 I wanted it to be good Goodfellas, mole gangsters. Well,
0: I think it's no one...
1: I, no, I'm, I don't. I don't think you I, could I do think, a Goodfellas reference. No, I in a think, Disney I movie. think
0: good, the Godfather's more in people's brains than mm-hmm. Goodfellas.
1: Agreed. Yeah, it was. Just, but I just. It's funny. It made me wonder: Is that still a funny reference? Because I laughed because I,
0: I love oh, the whole great. no
1: icing people on our wedding. I have yeah. to, baby. I have to. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it's funny because you know all the polar bears in it look like they're the bad guys, and then it's just a little.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like how they reference like one of their things is swinging jazz music. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, we gotta run. <laughs> um, and then um. The last thing I watched this week, um, I went to the Alamo with Brad to see a canon film that I have never seen before <laughs> called Bloodsport. No! <laughs> Kumate, Kumate, Kumate. I fell in love with Bloodsport. It's um,
3: definitely if anybody's 80s never, cheese. If anybody's,
1: <laughs> if anybody's never seen Bloodsport, I can't do it justice for what I'm about to say, John Claude Van Damme basically kicks the shit out of people. Yeah. That's the movie. <laughs> John Claude Van Damme kicks the shit in out of people blood in, a, sport. in a blood sport called the Kumite, which is just a big martial arts rally where anything goes, even death. Yeah, and, right. um, yeah. Forrest Whitaker's in it and he plays a goofy sidekick,
3: <laughs> yeah, which,
1: which was wow. really interesting to watch. And then, um, I guess there's a scene in the movie. So they're, you know, the chase scene, they're running mm-hmm. around, um, uh, Hong Kong trying to catch, uh, John Claude Van Damme's character, Frank yep. Dux Dukes. And, um, <laughs> Rad showed me the Kementos commercial version of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> um, but, uh, it's a canon film. So it's got Galan and Globus's handprints all over it, which leads to the last thing I saw. I watched Electric Boogaloo again, that documentary. <laughs> I can't, I, that documentary has me in a it, it's the same loop I have with the West Memphis 3 case mm. where I'm like, I can't stop thinking about Galah and Globus. Like <laughs> all the things like – and there's – I've only seen a fraction of the canon. Film. Oh, yeah. I haven't even seen all it's, the yeah. ones. I haven't seen the one with uh, Elliot Gould yet, which is the know. one I want to see. Um, but uh, that documentary, like uh, listening to Robert Forrester explain their their profit model and their business – acumen is just amazing um if anybody hasn't seen that documentary
0: it's on netflix check it out
2: cool yeah yeah. so that's all i watched this week awesome you next or my next
0: uh i can go i only watched a couple things i um i rewatched the peanuts movie and cool what i can say about this movie is my little boy watched it with me and was entertained um what i have to say about that movie is is maybe the most charming movie i've seen in a long time
3: yeah
0: I, i i truly love this film and it how brilliant the animators are in it i didn't even understand until i watched the making of it what they would do is they worked with uh the schultz family and the schultz family gave them whatever they wanted what, so what they did is they took um let's say charlie brown and they scanned him into his computer from charles schultz's um work yeah and what they did is they just traced over it and then they added their 3d elements to it and that's how they got the look and that's why i think it's so authentic mm. is they actually took real source material and just updated it yeah and it's a really great documentary it's called uh you're looking good charlie brown i think on it and it's like 40 minutes but it has an uh an interview with the family and they take you around the museum they have up in santa rosa it's
1: that's the mecca for me
0: i know i want to go there so bad and because it's such a beautiful museum and to hear them talk about uh uh craig schultz is kind of the uh overseer of Um, Charles's work.
1: Yeah, he's his son.
0: Yeah, and he said, you know, in this documentary, he said, "Um, I didn't want them to make a Peanuts movie because I think it's already been said in the 2Ds, but then I realized that when I'm gone, my sister's gone, and my brother's gone, someone's going to make this movie, so I think we should make it and make sure that it's done properly. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think they did. And I think they succeeded in everything about that movie is so charming. And honestly, I still get tears come down my face at the end when uh, he's running to their little redhead girl. And he says, out of all the people in the class, why did you pick me to be your pen pal over the summer? And she goes through the list of why Charlie Brown is such a great guy. And he's, and every time she says, I'm like, that's right. He wrote that whole report on war and peace for her. And he, 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 um, at the talent show, he could forego his own talent for his sister. <laughs> Charlie Brown's such a great guy. But, no, the, yeah, yeah. The, but, but, that, I think it's maybe one of the most creative uses of animation I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, because animation now, like Zootopia, is beautiful. Yeah. Um, and it, but to create that world and have 2D into 3D and watch the documentary afterwards explain how they did it is amazing. Yeah. And you, you don't even think about the little things they do. Like, they, took frames out of the animation so it would stay 2d so when mm. um charlie rounds looking head on and then he turns left they actually cut out frames so it's like really jerky
2: right so, so they, it keeps yeah. that
0: aesthetic oh that's cool um and then they have this different eyes they have the six they call them six eyes where it's upside down sixes and then the nine eyes when they're looking this way mm. and that way it keeps them true to the how uh, charles schultz drew him because he they went through and they said yeah we looked at hundreds of thousands of drawings and really charlie brown only had six poses yeah and so in the movie he never had more than that he always kept the same uh poses and it, they're really brilliant and for someone like blue sky entertainment who i do not i respect them now but yeah. I, I didn't respect their ice age stuff and what i don't even know they what else they they've done because i don't care they do there's a lot of like directed dvd shit yeah they did horton here's a who that one's not bad yeah. but um yeah, I, I I don't like their Ice Age stuff because I think it's really, um, it's the writing, not the art. Yeah, so exactly. Because stuff. even when we saw that scab, scrap, whatever the hell is,
1: scratch, scrat- scrat- uh,
0: scratch, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. little cartoon before, like it looks fine, but it's not well executed. Yeah. Was- Anyways,
2: and to be fair, it's not like, <sighs> they're they that movie as great as it is. The thing I could say about it that's negative is that. It is kind of a retelling of, of things you've seen oh, yeah. from Charlie Brown before, right? Like, oh, yeah. So it's not like they were they were asked to do some great script writing. Yeah. Uh, now, at the same time, I will say that the structure of that film, which is a part of the writing, is
0: brilliant. Yeah, well, because it's written by Craig Schultz, and he purposely did that. Because oh, okay. He said in, in the documentary, he wanted to preserve his father's work, mm-hmm. and he didn't want the peanuts to be... Uh, like the dreamworks animation where it's oh pop culture pop culture pop culture pop culture right he knew the characters alone would be able to carry the film yeah and that's why it has the familiar beats you know charlie trying to fly a kite yeah you know uh lucy calling him a blockhead right. snoopy fighting the red baron he wanted those in there because he said and i'm gonna put this we're gonna put this new coat of paint on it so new kids so younger kids like it too yeah because we he, he, in the documentary he even said i have all the people that are peanuts fans I don't have to worry about that. What I have to worry about is how can I bridge the gap between uh, the new fans because it's hard. But they also said it's still read by 24 million people. It's still circulated 24 million times in newspapers, Peanuts. That's unbelievable. So good good for the Schultz family. Way to keep it going. What I love
1: about that film is that they didn't dumb it down. Oh yeah. Um like the, there's always one line in peanuts that solidifies for me that this has not been dumbed down. It's um I've been kissed by a dog. Get hot water, get some disinfectant, get some iodine. Yeah. <laughs> if you can hold pertain lines like that into your content, you have done the service to the peanuts that needs to be done. Oh yeah. Like it's just it, it was absolutely intelligent. It's oh gosh, like right. I don't know why they didn't make my top twenty this year. That that is such a good movie. And it's
0: so cute too when uh Charlie Brown when he has to write the report, he's writing a report for the new girl because uh she's out of town and he wanted to finish a report for her and so she didn't have to worry about it. And he he's trying to write it, he has no inspiration, but then he looks over and sees the pencil of hers and then he's able to write the report and he has no problem. It's <laughs> it's wonderful.
2: Oh man, I need to watch that again.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a really cute movie. Um and the only other thing I watched this week, because I've been playing lots of Mega Man, <laughs> what, tons of Mega Man, uh, <laughs> I, I watched uh, Blade, and I haven't seen Blade in at least a decade. I don't even remember last time I saw Blade. Yeah.
3: Um,
0: in fact, I don't rem- remember last time I saw it that there was parts of this movie I did not remember. Hmm. Um, and I, I will say it's actually a pretty tight movie. Um
2: the first two are Guillermo del Toro,
0: right? Uh, no, the first one Which is Steve Nordington and the second one's del Toro. Oh, okay. Um, but I will say the first one, it does a pretty good job introducing Blade to, right. uh, or the universe he's in. Um, um, I think the only time it really falters is when it tries to be funny. Wesley Snipes funny. And that's not <laughs> taking away from him. I think he's actually really good in the, f- as a lead character in the film. But there's a, there's a part where he, uh, it's towards the beginning, and uh, he's trying to kill a vampire, and he, he knows that he only caught him on fire, and the police showed up, so he wasn't able to finish the job. And he goes to the hospital, and he's rescuing the doctor there, and these police officers shoot him, and he looks at him, and he's like, motherfucker, are you serious? <laughs> and I'm like, that's so out of character for Blade Yeah, that it, it really didn't fit the movie. So tonally, sometimes it doesn't work. But it i mean it's it's a pretty interesting movie um, it's pretty violent and and for you know a marvel movie, I'm like, oh wow, you know they talk about Deadpool, this movie's pretty hardcore yeah, uh, there's a part where they put uh well, but Deadpool gets shot in the butthole, he does get shot in the ass <laughs> um there's a part where they put a vampire out in the sun to like melt, and like his throat like gets ripped out, and like, holy shit, this is pretty mm. gory, yeah um b- It's actually not a bad movie, and I I never thought it was a bad movie. Um, There's some little unevenness to it. I think it's actually a little too long. Um, But uh, I I am curious because I don't remember the second one either. I'll watch it this week. But I I know that The Whistler comes back, uh, Chris Christopherson's character. Mm -hmm. And this one he shoots himself in the head. So I forget how they write him back into the movie. Hmm. Um, So I'm interested to see that. I can't remember if Blade bites him. I don't remember. Um, We'll see. Or you can write into realnerdspodcast.com and tell me me what it is. How does Chris Christopherson return? (laughs) Yeah. um, But overall, I think it's not a bad movie. I think the opening scene when he's in the rave and they're like raining blood down and he's like chopping vampires up is pretty sweet. The CGI is super dated. Yeah. Um, Because the vampires actually disappear like they did on Buffy and it doesn't look better than it did on Buffy. (laughs) And Buffy is a TV show that was on the WB. Yeah, but what year did
2: Blade come out? Ninety-five. Oh, was it ninety-eight? Yeah. So it oh, so was it's Literally the exact same animation at the so, exact same time.
0: Yeah, they hit him and they go, Bruh! and they turn to like dust and bones. Yeah, like that's from Buffy. Yeah. So they literally just lifted it from Buffy. Yeah. And then there's some bad CG when he's like fighting on a train and stuff, but yeah, I forgive it. Yeah, I mean, Meh, it's still fun, right? uh But you should get the Mega Man Legacy Collection. It's really fun if you like the old school Mega Man games. Cool. Um, but they're also like kind of racist. I, I never picked it up before. Yeah, a... they're
2: racist against Heat Man.
0: You yeah, know? No. All <laughs> the Heat fun, Man Funny fun fun you should say that. So, in, I, I mean, I remember Mega Man 2 and 3 and 4 really well because that's when I was really playing Mega Mans yeah. on my Nintendo. And I remember playing Mega Man 6, and I haven't played Mega Man 6 in pff, 15 years, 20 years. I don't remember. And so there's a guy in there called Flame Man, and his level is in. Like the Middle East, and there's a bunch of oil everywhere. <laughs> and when you get to the end, he has like a turban, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it's,
1: is, huh? it's the three kings of video games. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then they have uh, Tomahawk Man, who's a Native American. That's and, a thing? I don't yeah, know. And man. so his level is like the American West with a bunch of six shooter um, uh, bad guys. I- and it's like, hmm they Tom- don't re- tomahawk's just an axe there's nothing racial about an axe but he when he throws it, it's like woo, 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 woo. all mm. right and then they have yamoto man and he's from japan and then it's, it's basically uh characters of like, yeah the united just- nations of Mega yeah man. exactly like, all right still fun though That's i would totally
1: good. watch a, a a c-span show called the united nations of Mega Man."
0: <laughs> but if you get the legacy collection uh uh, physical, you get the six games, you get sweet Mega Man stickers, and you get uh digital album download. Ooh. So, it's worth it. I think it's 25 bucks. Cool. Yeah. By Very Mega cool. Man. Nice. Yep. Awesome.
2: James? Well, speaking of video games, I haven't watched a lot of stuff this week <laughs> because, uh, I played a lot of Firewatch, nice. uh, which Firewatch is... The best
1: video game ever?
2: No, it's the best written video game I've ever played. Uh, it really is. Better than um, The Last of Us? Yes. Yeah, it is. Um, it is all about its writing, so that's part of why I can say that. Um, better than Resident Evil? The Last of Us is fantastic, but yeah. So, (laughs) so Firewatch, you are a, um, you play as a, a middle aged man who is going through some, some difficult, a, a difficult time in his life, I should say. Um, and he decides to take a summer job working at a, uh, like a, like a watchtower in some national forest or something. Um, and, uh, w- the way, what they do is that they start it off and they're telling you the story of, like, how he meets his wife. And they, and as they do it, they'll give you, like, a little short paragraph and here's this little piece of the story. And then you have, like, a couple options about, like, well, when you first walked up to her, what did you say? And they, like, ease you into it and,
0: you choose what he says.
2: Yes, and then you know that has a small effect. But the 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 story itself is very subtle and very small and very real. You know, um, and you're you're not saving the world in this game. Like there's nothing. All you have to do is learn a lesson or two <laughs> as you go through the video game. Um, and and this is all like set up before you even get to the woods, as they're telling you the story of who you are. Um, they write it in such a way that they, they put you into this place where I, I ended up making choices that I'm not, I'm not okay with. Like mm. my, my character did things I don't like, but I, I made those choices and I didn't even realize it at the time. I made the choice because that was the story I wanted to be told. Mm. Like I wanted the character to make this specific choice That's and cool. maybe not be the best person because I wanted to see that story be told like i That's wanted cool. to see him learn that lesson and be redeemed see, for that th- i would do that, that, that terrible in, thing he uh did.
0: knights of the old republic just because i wanted to be a sith
2: <laughs> <laughs> wait this is like that but actually treated in a mm. a like very mature gotcha. like yeah uh it's the mud of video game. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the mud. Um, all, right, all right, all right, all right. Genuinely, it's it's about six hours, um, and it's twenty dollars on PlayStation. Um, it, people should check it out. It's it's nice. amazing.
1: The trailer when I was doing um, E3 stuff, the trailer made it look like a Coen Brothers movie.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, in the so woods. yeah, there is also a, calls, there's a mystery like, in the woods. Like once you get there, like it it creates tension like nothing I've ever played like a, um,
1: like horror movie
2: tension or suspense
1: movie tension suspense
2: movie tension nice like when you get back to your tent like you know you're climbing up a rock and you look up and you see like a shape you know like a, like a person standing up there and they walk away and you're like what was that and then you get back to your cabin and someone broke in and trashed all your shit and this, this is like in the first you know hour of the game um and you've got this woman Delilah who works at a nearby uh tower and she can see you she can see your tower you She's um, your only
1: communication with the uh, outside world yeah
2: right? oh yeah and so as you start to like build this you know they start to build this tension of like who who else is in these woods and there are some people and you, is you know it delilah you see, like
0: from delilah after dark do you remember okay. her on the radio Yo. no all right guess <laughs> well, I'm <old>. sorry um <laughs> but uh
2: yeah i mean when it creates tension i was like i was i was it was it was screwing with me some i was like oh oh shit like i i i I genuinely at one point like got back in the cabin and closed the door behind me because that's a thing i can do and closed the door behind me i was like i don't want to go outside again like and it's not it's not monsters it's not aliens it's not there's nothing scary it's just what is going on here you know um somebody's nice. trying to screw with me and uh and that paranoia is really well done so anyway uh, that's enough about video games. Um, I rewatched, uh, Some Like It Hot. Nice. And that movie is fantastic. That's a great movie. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah. Um, and I started rewatching Cloverfield, though I haven't finished it. Um, and, uh, it's interesting. I, when we were sitting in, at 10 Cloverfield Lane, and I was talking to, to Ryan next to me, and I said, you know, it's, it's funny. I would like to see that movie again, but I, Uh, not you, Ryan. Other Ryan. Sorry. I I wanted to explain that to people who weren't you or I. Okay. (laughs) Who might not know that you and I did not have this conversation. Um, How many Ryans are there? Yeah. Too many. Um, and so, and I was saying, like, I'd like to see this movie again, but I, I feel like I would want to see it in a theater. Like, and have that experience, you know, you know, uh, and sure enough, I'm, I'm watching it at home. Um, and it's not, I, I'm watching it for the story more than I should be. Like when the when the monster comes on, I'm like, "All right, cool," you know. That's that's neat, but it's not it's not as cool as like seeing a Godzilla movie in the in the sc- yeah. in the big screen. Um, and that, you know, I I enjoyed that movie quite a bit when it came out. It's not like it is a it is very much of its time. And mm. and once you've seen it once or twice, like it has played its its cards, you know. Um, but still, like going back, I'm like, this is this was a really cool thing.
0: Uh and yeah, the f- I need to watch it again. I got it on Blu-ray and I haven't had a chance to watch it yet.
2: But... Yeah. it's it's fun to remember how exciting like the, the marketing trailer. and the trailer and all of that stuff like seeing seeing Jason in a slusho shirt and like just the memory that that brings up about like hey, you remember how cool JJ Abrams mystery Box is? <laughs> like it's really cool when he when he really plays all his cards. It's really cool. Um do you remember that slusho was in heroes as part of cross promotion for a cloverfield like that's how much you know like he cre- he's created that brand and then it just gets everywhere um And it has nothing to do with that movie, but there were so many people going like, what does slusho mean? Is slusho, is the monster a giant slusho machine? Like, I, I, it it was was a theory. No, I'm just going back like the, the conspiracy theories about that movie were insane. And honestly, to some degree may have hurt the, the enjoyment of the film for people. It made the movie a lot of money, but it. Uh, like, as a marketing ploy, I think it was fantastic. But when you look back at it, there's probably a lot of people who are like, oh, man, remember how they built that thing up and it was it was so stupid? Well,
0: okay. Those, sure. Those people, like, are,
2: those people are terrible to hang
0: out with. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, though, the part where, like, the buildings are collapsing into each other was pretty impressive.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and to go back, you know, it's, it's also very much of its time. And I think it's, what was it? 2008, 80, yeah, 2008, yeah. Uh, oh, I, in fact, I know that because of that thing I posted uh, yesterday, um, which we'll get to. So uh, it's interesting because you know that's only seven years after 9/11. Certainly still on on people's mind, and that's not to say that it's not now. But yeah. but to watch a movie that is it's Godzilla, but shot the way that we watch modern news take place, mm-hmm. um, even as, as silly as it is that like you know why does hud keep filming stuff and how mm. come when he pauses the 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 video the the cassette player or the the movie camera it continues to play what was on the tape before right like it's stuff that mm. doesn't make sense but works for the movie um but shots like when they run into the to the convenience store as mm. the, as the as the buildings are crumbling and you just see the the billow of smoke yeah. fill the fill the outdoor the outside um and that was a thing that like we remember seeing that actual oh, yeah. footage happen um and how interesting and terrifying and kind of unsettling that was to see the first time in the theaters to be like oh you you're like i know what you're doing mm-hmm. you're doing this on purpose um and it's effective it's a cool thing yeah. like if you've never gotten a chance to see it it's it's neat yeah so um and i like those characters oh yeah a lot of people don't like those people but hmm. i'm i'm cool with them so anyway Um and still watching that eleven twenty three sixty three show. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Um, people should wait until there's a DVD of it and then buy that because I don't think it's the the content on Hulu is not good enough to make you pay for it because they didn't do they didn't do like Netflix where they release the whole thing at once.
0: Yeah, because if they did that,
2: I would have like I would have told my parents, hey, you should sign up for Hulu for a month and watch a show. But instead, I told my parents, hey. This is a really great show, and when it comes out on Blu-ray, I'll, I'll lend it to you. Because <laughs> um, can't, I can't recommend it, and, and I don't know, like, when all the episodes are up, are they going to leave them on there? Are yeah. they going to do like they normally do with other shows, where it's like, once six episodes are up, we're going to start taking the first few off? Like, I don't know. If they do that, like, that's sh- shitty. Um, I, yeah, I, and maybe this is an answer on the internet somewhere. If so, let us know. But, um, yeah, I, I, I can't recommend as great as it is, and I'm really enjoying it, it's not good enough for me to pay what would eventually be like $30 mm-hmm. in a Hulu subscription over three months to, in order to do, like assuming it's 12 episodes, it's not that good. <laughs> so um, yeah, is but it, it is fantastic.
1: Is it as good as the Stand miniseries? Uh,
2: I never saw the Stand miniseries. You should watch the is Stand Is it really miniseries? good? Yeah, okay. it's fun. Cool. All right. I'll loan it to you. I'll it's do fun. that. Yeah, yeah,
0: Um So yeah, that's what I've been watching We're playing. Cool. You know what else is coming out on Blu-ray? Yeah, I do. I don't know. Why don't you tell me? I have a list. Ignition sequence. Started.
3: Whoa! DVDs.
0: i just gloss over dvds now this week uh
2: game of (laughs) thrones (laughs) game of thrones season five is the big one for this week
0: the big short ah that's a good one i'll get that one
2: yeah absolutely that's that's definitely one that if you didn't get a chance to see it uh in the theaters that's one that you should check out uh brooklyn which is on my list of movies i i definitely need to see after watching the oscars um that and trumbo i think are the last two that Mm-hmm. That I was like, oh, I, I, I have got to check. out. Yeah, that I want out. to see Trumbo
0: just because I like that scene they showed at the Oscars. Yeah, me too. Uh,
2: speaking of Oscar movies, Carol comes out this week on Blu-ray. Uh, so if that was one that that scratched that itch for you, then now's your chance. I do um, like Kate Blanchett. Speaking of movies that nobody saw, Sisters. is getting I an think unrated that, I think that cut. That
0: made hundred million dollars. Did it really? Yeah. Oh, gross. Maybe it was great. I don't know.
2: Wasn't it? Did it came out at the same time as Star Wars? Yep. Wow. Same week. How did that movie make a hundred
0: million dollars? Because women have to see something. Uh, excuse me. That's what. That's what. Hey, that's what the marketing told me. Uh, Daisy, read. I, I don't need you to hold my. Mm, hey, I hate America. Hey, that's that's the marketing, man. That's not me. No, I know. Okay.
2: <laughs> I know you're right. I just hate it. I know, right? I hate it so much. Counter programming.
0: Yeah. James
1: Hart in outrage.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh! flames! Flames <laughs> on the side of my face. <laughs> uh, speaking of wh- horrible bullshit, Alvin and the Chipmunks: The Road Chip. Hey, hey! Here's the trailer for Alvin and the Chipmunks: The Road Chip. <laughs>
0: Anything can happen, and usually does, but this Christmas, get ready to raise the
3: stakes when the road trip becomes... You tried like my grandmother! This is awesome!
1: The
0: Road Chip. Alvin. You know what else made a $100 million? Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Trip? No way. I think so.
2: Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh, that's horrible.
0: Guess what else came out at the same time as Star Wars? Oh, wow.
2: Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Trip, now the most played trailer in the history of <laughs> nice. Real Nerds podcast.
0: Oh, Lash man. Out, cause here we go. Sheesh. <laughs> I saw a trailer for that before the Peanuts movie. <laughs> I don't know. I think this has been on Blu-ray
2: before. Maybe this is a re-release of Steve Jobs: The Man in the Machine. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't feel like we've talked about it before. I don't either think way, so.
0: there's so many Steve Jobs. Yeah, this is docs, the. I don't know. Yeah, hey, uh-huh. you know what Steve Jobs documentary I watch? Steve Jobs, starring Michael Fassbender. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess that tells me all I need to know about him.
2: Yeah, it tells me you're going to fix
0: it, Steve. What do you do? <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, I <laughs> um, I'm a conductor. Oh, God. I love that
2: movie. Um, yeah, it's so good. And
1: if you're going to watch an Alex Gibney documentary, watch Going Claire. Because yeah. it's the same director
2: as the guy who did Going Claire. Uh, I think this is a... Is this an Arrow release? Or what is this? Uh movie called, <laughs> movie called My Boyfriend's Back.
0: Uh, that is actually from Mill Creek. And I have that coming. Oh, really? The original name this. was called Johnny Zombie. And it's a comedy about a high school guy who dies and comes back to life. Johnny would give an arm and a leg to date Missy. Well, maybe just an arm. I'll let you borrow it. I, you know, I I pre-ordered it because there was a time I think uh, a month ago it was six ninety nine. Hmm. Is it still sixty ninety six ninety nine? Yeah, it is. Nice. That's <laughs> wow. a cheap new Blu-ray. Yeah, it has absolutely issue. no features on it. I've already saw the review on Blu-ray.com.
1: It's one of those posters that I've seen over time. Oh, where yeah. I'm just like, I want to watch that movie, but I don't know what I'm The guy I'm who be wrote
0: that into. went on to write such classics as Jason Goes to Hell and then became the head writer on Arrested Development. So you, you never know wow. where your career is going to go. Very His cool. name's Dean Laurie. Yeah. Yep. Dean Laurie. Um,
1: working on those who can't right now.
0: Yep. Yep. Oh. See? You could go from, uh, my boyfriend's back, which he called Johnny Zombie at the time, to, uh, Jason Goes to Hell. To Arrested Development, you never know where your path is going to lead you. Uh huh. Uh, Braddock, Mission in Action,
2: Missing in Action Three, uh, which is the third, which I didn't know existed back when I bought my when I bought the first two Missing <laughs> in Action movies. Oh, uh, are you
0: going to complete the trilogy? Chuck
2: Norris. Yeah, I might. Um, oh, it's twenty dollars now. I'll, I'll just like with wait. Missing in Action One and
0: Two. I'll wait till it's a trade. There's transplant. one from uh, Scream Factory called. Invasion USA.
2: So Invasion USA <laughs> was the next one on my list. You spoilers have that, oh, that? This is this the week? coolest poster. Yeah, this is an amazing poster. So all right. So on the front, you got, looks you like got, Lumpus has fallen. You got <laughs> Ch- yeah. Uh, you got Chuck Norris, and he's got you know two Uzis in his hand that he's also he's just a firing.
0: Jean shirt and jean
2: pants. Uh, you forgot to mention that. Uh, you forgot to mention the giant belt buckle and the fact that his jean shirt tucked into his pants. But not buttoned at all, totally nothing but
0: man <laughs> what's the what's
2: the... shaved like a baby what what's man the uh, tagline on
0: there? It's pretty funny,
2: uh, the tagline is no one thought it could ever happen here. America wasn't ready, but he was <laughs> that's right. <laughs> This is a canon
1: film, isn't it? Is it? Yes, it is. Oh,
2: man. Oh, my gosh. So there's, there's tanks and army men running behind him, but they look like, so this is a painted cover, by the way. Uh, they look like little green army men, you know? Mm. Uh, it's it's, it's horrible. And then there's like the Capitol building, and then like some city. Oh, actually, no, that's the Twin Towers. That's, that's New York. Okay, cool. So you've got New York and also the Capitol building right next to each other somehow, <laughs> right behind this awesome Chuck Norris. He has to save so New York serious. and Washington D.C., bro. <laughs> he's so Is that, I think it's a Shout his,
0: Factory one. His hair looks I hope so that's good. A shout factory one. Is it Shout Factory? Uh, or but it wouldn't be Scream Factory, would it? Sometimes. Because Scream Factory released Assault on Precinct 13. It's it's Shout Factory. Oh, nice. Sweet. So you know there's going to be cool bonus features. Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: gosh. Look at his hair, man. Oh, Just look at how perfectly painted it is. Do I get the 2
1: box set or do I get this?
2: (laughs) It's... Oh. And those jeans, they're skin tight, man.
0: (laughs) I love too. Like in his his hands, it's like he's shrugging with the machine guns. He
3: is, he's, he's not like, pointing. He's,
0: he's, he's kind of like indifferent. He's <laughs> not pointing at anything. He's just
2: like bullets, man. Yeah. Just flying. He's America. just come at. Just come at me. I'm just gonna keep pulling these triggers. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. My country tis the. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know who painted this cover. This is the Drews. Drews in a shit movies. Mm-hmm. This is so fantastic. They
0: should make a documentary about whoever they did the poster yeah. for
2: the Films. They totally should. You
0: know, it, is it an Do you think they commissioned a new, like, artwork for it? It's oh, possible. No, absolutely. This, 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 this was painted for
2: Chuck Norris Invasion USA. hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, it's. It it's looks. So like, it looks good. like
1: one that would have came out of Canon stock. Oh, yep. It,
2: it just. Look at that bell
1: buckle. <laughs> oh. Look at that bell buckle.
2: Man. You know what? All right, all right. Hold on. Hold on. We're... Oh, there is no synopsis. Oh, come on. Oh, man. Really? I was having so much fun. Well, fuck it. I didn't want it anyway. All right. Uh,
0: that's that's movies. That's Blu-rays. Cool. Cool. What else do we have to do? Uh, we have to review a movie. That's right. Yep. This week, we saw 10 Tank Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Zach, should people go see Ten Cloverfield Lane?
1: There was suspense there.
0: Who's gonna? It was.
1: Um, not only should you go see this, but if anybody here has an argument about why this is called a Cloverfield property or whatever, needs to stop bitching. Period. <laughs> period just needs to stop. Because yeah. uh, what I saw was a very taut suspense thriller, something that I hadn't seen in a while, and it's PG thirteen, isn't it? Uh yeah, yeah. One of the most thrilling PG-13 movies I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> it was um,
2: really good. And pulls its punches in a way. Like it, and it's, it's a
0: solid PG-13. Like it's not, you know, pushing and, the boundaries. So did you guys stay till the credits were over? Yeah. No. At the end of mine, it said it was rated R. What? Yeah. Weird. Because like, you know how the, like the blue screen tells you again what it was yeah. rated? There's only... Yeah. It's rated R. It's, oh, it's scary. Like I wouldn't but, take any 13 everything else it, says it's PG-13. I wonder if it was originally classified as rated R and they just didn't update the reels. It's weird. possible. Yeah.
1: That's oh, and weird. it also has John Goodman in a great, great performance. It's oh,
0: my good. God. Uh, so good. James, should people go see 10 Cloverfield Lane?
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm really glad that... Uh, or at least I'm gonna expect that you liked this movie.
0: Um, you don't know because
2: me. I, uh, I feel like I have a huge bias because I I've been following Dan Trachtenberg for for eight plus nine oh. ten years or so. Um, and so I feel like I have a dog in the race. Like I really want him to succeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've loved his short films and. Uh, and following his career, like when you know somebody like that, you just want like whatever he does first, whatever his big mo- his first movie is, like you just want it to be good. Um, so I'm probably giving this movie a little bit of of benefit, but I also just really loved it. Um, I think it's fantastic. And to answer the question of like w- why is it called a Cloverfield movie? what they're doing is they're using that to be a twilight zone title, right? Like this is, a, tw- this is a twilight zone movie. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, so is Cloverfield. Yeah. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I'm going to tell my parents to see it. It's, it's fantastic. Um, yeah.
0: Ryan. Yeah, no, the movie is uh, of all the movies I've seen this year. It's the one that I'm going to go back and see again. Yeah. Um, because one, it's not only is the movie well done. I think the performances are really top notch. Um. Everybody, uh, all three characters in the movie are really great. <laughs> hey, hey. There's also a voice on the phone. Who's Bradley Cooper? I know. <laughs> it's like, I was reading the credits. I'm like Bradley Cooper. All right. Did you hear this? Well, we'll talk about. it later. Okay. Yeah. I did not hear the story. Um. But yeah, absolutely see it. And James Q. Tommy James and the Shondells. <laughs>
2: They say when we're together And watch how you play Coming. So, uh, they were trying to figure out who's going to play Ben mm-hmm. in the movie, right? Uh, and of course, so <laughs> Dan Trachtenberg was like talking to J.J. Abrams, like Dan Trachtenberg can do now. Yep. And uh, and J.J. was like, Oh, oh, well, well, we could get Bradley to do it. Or he was like, oh, we could get Brad to do it. And then Dan's like, oh, right, because he was in Alias forever ago. And so Bradley will just do whatever J.J. wants him to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, J.J. just called up Brad and was like, hey, do you, do you want to, like, record two pieces of
0: audio for this awesome movie? I'm People making? have fights. Yeah. <laughs> People have fights. Um Here's yeah. the thing is, he was credited, so he got like the, at least the minimum from SAG. That's true. So yeah. he got a lot of money to he do that. He got paid
2: a lot of money to do, Good for to him. do two lines fairly well. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, and he's, what, he, I think he's the, he's the first dialogue in the movie. He is. Yeah. So there let, let me tell you how brilliant this movie is how right thrilling. off the bat. Um, so before we go any further, please, we've already warned you. Let's go into this movie clear and free. Yeah. Okay. Um, James, do me a favor. I want you to pick... Some little snippet of song to play right now, so people can decide if they're going to listen to spoilers or not. All
2: right, this is your last chance.
0: Yeah, so here we go. Marion, don't look at it. Shut your eyes, Marion. Don't look at it, no matter what happens. Okay, we're back. Yeah. The opening of the movie is so good. Yeah. Because i'll tell you a story about my movie going experience um so the opening i have i went and saw it at the amc which i wish i had time to go see it at the alamo i like yeah. that's my dream in life right now <laughs> um but anyways so right away it's, it was nine thirty in the morning and usually when i see movies that early you know it's just a bunch of old people yeah so i just have to worry about them going what is that Damn. what's going on which you know it whatever um that happened a lot during the witch um (laughs) i oh wow um so is that the witch yes it's another theater where you can pick where you're gonna sit yeah and so when i got there it was almost completely full except for the front row Mm. the front row and then the the handicap seats right behind there for people with wheelchairs sure so i'm like you know what i'm gonna pick Right in the center, in the front row, because the seats were climbed back, and they're not that close in that theater, so yeah, it's no, not a big I, deal. I really know. Um, so I got there. And then when I bought the ticket, the dude says, you know that's in the front row, right? I said, I don't care. I'm, I'm well aware <laughs> I said, know where A is. And you said,
2: you know it's the last seat I can get, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I sat there, and um, just before the movie started, during uh, the trailer for Criminal, starring Kevin Costner, um, Criminal. this couple came in, a young couple, probably nineteen twenty. And they're already talking. I'm like, oh, great. Because I knew right away that movie was going to be quiet at some points yeah. because of the premise. So the opening movie is brilliant. It's just her. It's a, it is a shut up and buckle your seatbelt opening. Exactly. It's her just grabbing stuff and leaving. And, um, you know, one of the last shots is her engagement ring and the keys on the table. And it's wonderfully shot. And they do that great foreshadowing of the liquor and she like leaves and, um, she's driving and you know she just talked to ben and uh then she gets hit by a car and it's
2: one of the best car impacts i like yeah like it's it's better than the one in whiplash like he he does it in a way i've never seen cuz she's not looking at it
0: yeah exactly it's,
2: yeah it it really startled me more than than i've been startled in all so
0: while. that happens and the annoying dude behind me at the top of his lungs goes ow you know, trying to be funny. Fuck no you. one laughs. Fuck you. It gets really quiet, and then the movie starts really going, and he shut up the rest of the movie. Yeah, because the rest of the movie is so good mm-hmm. that it made this guy be quiet, and he realized how stupid he was. Ted Cloverfield right.
1: Lane so good it makes twenty year olds shut
2: the fuck up. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, okay, here's the thing with this movie that I loved the most is you're pretty sure John Goodman's a piece of crap. Yeah, but then you really start liking him. Yeah, and then I started thinking, said, wait a minute. That one dude helped build this place. Maybe he's the piece of crap Mm. because it plays with your emotions and then it comes back to being John Goodman being a piece of crap and then maybe he's not a piece of crap and then you're like, oh my God, what is fucking happening in this movie? Yeah. And it is a really – Just like in the movie, there's no time
1: to think. Exactly. And I think
0: that's why it works. This is why I love Sicario so much is it puts you in a situation that you're her, that you are Michelle in the movie. You do not know what's going on. You wake up, your legs busted up, you're told – that you know there's a uh radioactive fallout yeah you cannot go outside you or can't something. breathe this maybe air. it's a virus we don't really know yeah, we don't know i could i'm i sound like i'm making this shit up and what's so cool about this movie is so you know um john goodman's character is creepy in it and then he slowly starts building your trust yeah just like michelle's starting to lower her guard a little bit mm-hmm. and he says you know i'll go i'll show you outside and why we're safe and you see the side of his car it has blood on it And then you look and then she remembers that that car fucking hit her. You're like, oh my God, this dude's a piece of shit. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, what's going on? And then that one, um, Emmett's telling her that, no, I wanted to come here because it was bad. I saw it like, wait a minute, maybe he's telling the truth. Yeah. And then she tries to escape and she smashes, you know, the thing on him and she runs up the stairs and that lady is up there and she's all fucked up and she's, oh, that movie's so good. Yeah, it is. Um, Yeah. It's really I, I I get really I got really wrapped up into this movie. Yeah. Once, because
2: once it turns the third time, <laughs> I oh, should yeah. say. So once once she's gone through the air ducts, mm-hmm. uh and you get that turn and you you basically at that point have like a for sure, okay, I don't know I don't know everything. Uh, there's a lot of questions left, but I know for a fact this dude's bad. Oh right? yeah. Mm-hmm. From then on, the movie is Ruthless
0: oh does not stop
2: well' does not let you breathe,
0: like oh man, even the you know the for the first when she runs up there, John Goodman is so good in this movie there's it, he turns in the first Oscar performance of the year, so there's I agree. there's a part mm-hmm. in, when they're sitting down, and Michelle is trying to outthink him, mm-hmm. they're at dinner, yeah and oh, she's she's saying, can you pass the pepper and she touches his hand? And you see, like, John Goodman's, like, moving his hands. And then he just gets pissed and gets in her face. He's like, you apologize for being, like, a slut. Right. Or basically is what he's saying too. He doesn't say that. He, he doesn't say it, that, doesn't say it but means. that's what he means. That's and the he's implication, in her yeah. face. Yeah. And, you know, because then it leads to her. It's like, where's my keys? And then she bashes him in the head. Yeah. And she, she runs up there and she sees what happens with that lady who's going crazy. And then John Goodman has that scene with her mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, he respects her for, you know, trying to get away. And that now she knows that he's telling the truth mm-hmm. and he says oh you can you know fix me up yeah. yeah you can trust me and you slowly start trusting him again and he shows a picture of his daughter who oh, who so left and yeah, and i really liked him then i me was like too. Oh, okay started, he's actually great i started playing and said maybe he's just this way because he lost his wife and kid yeah you know and he's just trying to prepare and he he's so overprepared. and i i started to believe that he was such a preparer yeah. that that actually happened. It actually surprised him, too. Yes. That he was prepared, but he wasn't prepared for how it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh then he... You're right. And then she goes through the air duct, and that switches again, where she climbs up there, and she sees the help scratched in with blood on the inside. And I, this is a point where I
2: want to point out that... Part of what – you're you are very right, Zach. Like, the the movie is so fast that it doesn't let you think. And part of why I love her character so much is that I can't think, but apparently she can. Because yeah. she puts everything together just a second before yeah. I do, right? Like, yeah. you know, I i at first was like, wait, did the, was that scratched on the outside? And, of course, I don't know about the ear, or, you know, there's mm-hmm. – I, I wouldn't have noticed the earring, right? So she puts
0: this thing together, and as soon as she says it, I'm like, oh, my God, I, I love you so much. You're so fantastic. Yeah, because then it – I mean, this movie has – so many twists in it, though, mm-hmm. because she comes back and sees Emmett and she says, hey, you know, I think he killed Megan because I found her earring with blood on it. And, he, it oh. and he, he goes, that's that's not Megan. It's it's like, one of the oh it's it's God. Hitchcockian.
2: Because the thing like is, that is, moment is so It is, it is good. Hitchcockian.
0: I'm glad you classified yeah. it that way. Because yeah. yeah. that because he also then you start thinking he's like, he saved her right because he wanted to keep her like he kept this other well, girl and that's after he's told the really great story about like exactly. hey i
2: accidentally hit you i was freaked out like which is so that is one of these it's a really endearing moment yes um and then that once but once you have that piece of information <laughs> it's you you and know then, for a fact you're like okay this is then,
0: this is it the horror in this movie comes from john goodman's character yeah because you start thinking it's like, "Oh my God, did he kill this girl? What? What? And maybe." And I still think I said, "Maybe this Emmett did, and he's you know covering for it, you know, while they build the fallout oh, really? suit." Because I like that's kind of because that's my preconceived notion of what's going to happen. Like they're going to try oh. to turn it again, where it's the Emmett guy. I'm like that's going—I'm not going to like it as much. Yeah, and then they have that moment where he's like, "I need your help with this," uh-huh. and he's talking about the acid. <sighs> And he's like, who did this? He's like, I just wanted her to respect me with your gun. And then I know he fucking blows him away. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck? And they show
1: what when they show what happened to him, mm-hmm. it's just a fleeting moment. That's why I was wondering if it was PG-13, because they just show a fleeting yeah. moment of it. It's not even... But it's so horrifying when oh. you see that he's been oh, dissolved.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, because well, uh, they imply it. And then, yeah, she's yeah. running back through it. But see, oh, this is man. where the
0: movie's so brilliant. So... And you know that's
2: what he did to Megan.
0: Exactly. Yep. So he he blew him away, Emmett. And there you don't really hear the dialogue. But he's saying, it's okay now. Now we can be together. Yeah. Just me and you. Uh-huh. And he, she's you, still fricking.
2: You heard him say he was unsafe. He was going to hurt. Yeah, yeah. And
0: it's so brilliant. And you see her and she's going through Emmett's stuff. <laughs> And she gets that bus ticket that where he was going to go to uh Baton Rouge, and she makes that decision that she's not going to end up like anybody else. She's not Emmett. She's she's not Emmett. She's going to make the decision. And I also love when John Goodman shows up again. He's clean shaven. He's all nicely dressed. He's so
2: creepy. I'm like, oh my
1: god, this is.
0: I don't. I am freaking out with this guy. Yeah.
1: So was Emmett lying telling the truth always that, telling the truth always, always telling,
0: telling the truth so yes. he
1: was oh so he was
2: going to
0: yes go. yeah.
2: that is him he kept it it's it's a moment of guilt right because he even said that about like that's the thing he feels most guilty about like that's what he's admitting to her in that great scene yeah um so to find out he he regrets it so much that he carries the ticket with him all the mm-hmm. time, right. which is just a really great detail. Oh yeah. Um So to find that, like that's the that's the nail in the coffin of whether or not Emmett was ever lying. Because exactly. <laughs> seeing that ticket, you're like, oh, he really is that guy.
1: Because at some point, I stopped trusting anybody, anything except for her. Mm-hmm. So that included Emmett. Like even even at a certain point, I, I I just didn't know who to trust because once it gets to the finale, oh yeah, it pushes it in a direction that. Okay, so I'm going to make a comparison that's going to sound extremely stupid, but bear with me.
2: Okay.
0: remember this how is fucking stupid.
1: <laughs> remember how Howard Howe in Tusk was defined by we don't know if he's bullshitting or telling yeah. the truth yeah. until the right. walrus turn? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. John Goodman does that better.
0: Oh, yeah. Way oh, yeah.
1: better. And that was what impressed me about this performance is because, like, I know I've seen this type of character before, but holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Yeah, Like, yeah. it just no. kept
0: ramping up that, the tension that, of that. Yeah. That's the thing is, uh, Tragenberg does such a great job. Here's the thing is, you have to let some scenes play. Mm-hmm. And the movie is a slow burn, but every scene is so filled with tension because the way it's been set up, because the way the characters have been smartly written and performed, you you start to every time you start to drop your defenses, he lets it go a little longer. Mm-hmm. When you expect something, to, you know, it's a ten-page action scene mm-hmm. where you expect it to happen, it doesn't. Like I said, I expected that Emmett to be the bad guy yeah. because just of mm-hmm. my you know experience with I don't know, double jeopardy or whatever. Um, but it's he lets the scenes breathe. Yeah. I mean, that scene where he gets mad at her at the dinner scene, I don't know how many shots he had of wide of all three of them. Yeah. But every time he just kept waiting for something to happen. And something might not have. Mm -hmm. But it's such brilliant filmmaking that you just wait for it. Or, um, you know. And the staging of that scene is really good, too. So good. The way
2: those characters move and where they put themselves and, like, all of that. And it's it's a really simple thing. It is. But if you. If you have her sit down too fast or, you know, like you, it, it's all so well put together.
0: And see the thing, there's so many, when you go back and think about the film and we haven't got to like the big reveal yet, no, when you go right. back and think about the film, you know, there's a part where John Goodman says, you know, I, I, I don't trust you yet. So I'm going to keep the door open. Cause I don't know if you're gonna try to set this place on fire. Cause you tried to at that time. Like maybe he is trying to save her and he has this line that, and the way he delivers it. Makes you second guess him. He's like, I'm not some pervert or something. Yeah. And the way he says it, again, puts your defenses up. Like he, only a pervert would say something, would say, and say it in a pervert, the, and say it that way. And yeah, th- that's why his performance is so good. Mm-hmm. Because he, and I, there's also when he's watching Pretty in Pink, he has guilt about killing his daughter.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, or did he kill his daughter? That's what we don't know. We don't know. That's what I mean. Like he, We know he this, killed that girl. He has guilt about something. We
2: don't know who she is. Well,
0: yeah, we know who she is, but you know. You know, he always talks about her in the past tense, and he's just assume, and you're supposed to assume yeah. that she died in the attack? I don't think so. Okay. I, I, because, oh, well, you mean in the early part, yeah. Yeah, yeah. because...
2: Yeah. She, she certainly, like, once you know everything, you know she died a long time ago. Exactly. Uh, so, I
0: mean, what's what's happening? And uh, so, so, you know, she, and I love... Uh, michelle in the movie i think she's so great yeah um because one of the cool things about movies i think characters have to learn and you know like i said earlier she learned that she can't be like emmett she can't run from everything she has to stand up to it because when she finally gets out and you see the actual other reveal
2: yeah so okay (laughs) i want to make this argument because i when i saw this yesterday there were a couple people uh who they're wrong yeah, I agree. Um, <laughs> who, for them, the final act is is a step too far, right? Like they love they love the bunker movie, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh man, then we get out there, and there's aliens, and she's not freaked out enough about the fact that there's aliens, and then they, you know, she kills it with a Molotov cocktail, and you have to understand the the movie can't be over there. She mm-hmm. hasn't learned the lesson. She hasn't proved who she really needs to be now. Exactly. When she gets out of the bunker, life has to be. There has to be a challenge there in order for her to overcome that. Otherwise, there is no victory. She can't kill the bad guy and escape, and and then like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I guess that's the that's her victory. Is she, she yeah. beat the bad? No, no. The bad guy is her inability to actually face her problems. Exactly, and mm-hmm. so. The fact that she she gets up on the car and sees the aliens and has that moment of, like, seriously, yeah. and, then f- and then, like, the ingenuity that she has learned inside of the bunker, um, that
0: she uses that new tool of hers to figure out exactly. how to – what do I do? Because she – the moment that where she grows as a character, I believe, is when she decides she's going to build that suit – when she doesn't oh, yeah. trust anybody, she only trusts herself. Right. Because, you know, there's also... It, it. Some people might not get this, but remember, she always runs from her problems. That was what was set up at the beginning. You know, she had a fight with her fiancé. She ran from it. Right. When she's driving the car away and... And, and to be clear... It doesn't matter. It's entirely possible that,
2: you know, he could be violent or something like that where she needs to leave. Exactly. What's important is that she tells us that she's not happy about the fact that she runs away from everything.
0: Exactly. So where her character grows the most is at the very end. She's listening to the radio and it tells her if you can fight, you go to Houston Mm -hmm. or you can go to shelter in Baton Rouge. You know where she goes? She goes to fight, and right. I fucking love that. Like,
2: it was yes. a great cut to black. Yeah, yeah. Like, you do black. fight.
0: Yeah. You do fight because it's the the movie is brilliant. I, yeah. It's one of my most favorite movies I've seen in a long time. Yeah, since Star Wars. I, I yeah, I I had a, I've had some fun movies this year, but this one blew me away. And mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be good. I knew the trailer. I'm like I'm sold. And just everything was elevated because of the performances. And, uh, the way it was shot. Yeah. And I think, I thought it was just cool. I, I think, um, because it wasn't a movie necessarily about someone trapped in a bunker or aliens invading. It's about someone discovering who they are and growing as a person. Right. And yeah, it's extreme circumstances. Mm. But if you don't care her getting better, then the movie's not going to work. Right. Yeah. You know, and I think every movie should have characters grow. Right and learn lessons and be better people or worse people for it for yeah. that matter and I think it worked brilliantly.
2: Yeah, uh, and it's it's amazing because that third act, like when she gets out there, um, it's th- there was genuinely a part of the movie where I I almost threw my hands up and was just like, "I she can't win, she yeah. can't win." Like this can't have a happy ending. It's too dark. It's too horrible. Mm-hmm. It's there's too much against her. You know, um, and. The the problem with any time that you you put you build the stakes that high is that you're you're whatever solution you have to the problem, especially if it's it's some kind of MacGyvery solution, it's always going to be like, oh oh really like she she throws a grenade in the thing and it blows. You know what does that? Fucking Star Wars does that. He throws mm-hmm. that he throws that grenade inside the AT Walker and the whole AT falls over. He took down a whole AT with one grenade and a lightsaber. I'm just saying.
0: Just roll with it. And how
2: great... It, it has more to do with they, that, with the fact that, one like, of you're
0: telling me a cool story. One of the first shots of the movie was a, a bottle of that booze.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it's, and it's a really... it's I I just love when it shows up again, because it proves again that he's a liar, because exactly. he tells her that he didn't get it out, right? Like, he yeah, tells her, he's like, oh, exactly. I, I had to leave, you know, I, I couldn't get that when I saved you, and it's mm. in his fucking truck. Exactly. He just left it in the truck. Like, ah, uh, yep. man, it's so good. I will say, as the one thing that I don't love uh i think that the score is is not great and sometimes overbearing Mm -hmm. which is me making a pun about the fact that it's composed by a guy whose first name is bear he does a walking Uh, dead oh does he really oh it's probably overbearing no i'm just kidding i'm not (laughs) i'm not not gonna make a gross statement at all his music is bad um but the uh there's just times where i i i I remember thinking for like all of a sudden getting pulled out and going like ah dude like not so loud Mm -hmm. not so big like this is kind of a quiet movie. Um and it so, you know, yeah. When like when the credits rolled, I I was I'm listening to the score just going like, ah man, you you, you why did you get in the way sometimes? Yep. And
1: so. I love the direction that they're going with. So the reason I made that comment at the beginning about the people who are bitching on the internet about the Cloverfield aspect of it. Yeah. Need to stop. So you Pointed out a more mainstream example. I was going to go with the Inner Sanctum movies from the 40s. Oh, sure, yeah. Did this where they were anthology movies where they were just separate stories in and of itself. Mm-hmm. If this is what we're going to get from Cloverfield, the anthology series, I cannot wait to yeah. see what comes out next. Because this is proof that this is a good, solid basis for a quote-unquote franchise. I don't I don't know if you'd call it a franchise. I'd call it a uh, an anthology.
2: It's interesting, like, as a, as a marketing choice, um, which if you, if you look at, if you go watch some of the interviews with Dan Trachtenberg and he talks about how that came to be, because the movie wasn't originally called that. Um, and, but they were trying to come up with a new title and, and and that's what, what J.J. Abrams suggested and they were like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. And I think it's really cool. I do think it's really exciting. Um, I think it does the conversation about, like, you know, why is it called that? Well, It's because they're tonally trying to create these Twilight Zone esque movies. Mm -hmm. I think that's really good. Um, As a marketing piece, I think a it's maybe a little distracting and confusing to some people. Um, Like mainstreamish, you know, people who aren't necessarily on the on the know might look at this and go like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't like Cloverfield. I I want to see." And it's so totally different. Yeah. Um, And at the same time, it also does that. It sets you up almost for failure as like. Now, now everybody's gonna be clamoring for like, I, I wanna see another Cloverfield movie. Uh, and the truth is, there's, I feel like tonally there's a lot of ties to Super 8 as well. Uh, yeah. It, it, it is, uh, it's just them telling a really good character driven genre
0: story. It, it, if you uh, wanna tie it to Cloverfield, you could always say it's like a second part of the attack. Sure, whatever. Because, yeah. like, that monster is yeah. on, at New York. Or you could yeah. say that
1: Cloverfield is just one big project file exactly. with a bunch of unexplained phenomenon. Exactly.
0: Yeah. It's like the X-Files. I mean, right. that's... Yeah. It, it, this movie would work if it's still called Valencia. Oh, You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, it's, yeah.
1: Um, it would work if it was called The Cellar, which was an even
0: earlier title. Yeah. yeah. I would, I, I would love it. I that. mean, I think, actually I think 10 Cloverfield Lane is a really cool name for a movie. I think it's...
2: What it, what it really... I do, too. Um, Though the shot of the, of the mailbox is a step too far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the... Um, what it really is is a great sort of mystery box yeah. play because what, what he did, you know, no one was talking about this movie two months ago. No, it's right? great. Like he kept this movie under wraps, was doing this thing on the side. You know, I was
0: thinking that the whole time the well, credits were rolling. Well, he was doing something rolling. called Star Wars. Well, yes.
2: Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I was he's producing whole...
0: Star Wars at the time that this movie is yeah. getting shot. <laughs> but I was thinking the whole time when those credits were rolling, like all these people are in on this. Yeah. And that's so cool. And so that that nobody spoiled it.
2: Right. So that part of the marketing is fantastic that all of a sudden he pops up, puts Cloverfield in the title, everyone on the internet goes, Holy shit, did you say Cloverfield? We are not we haven't talked about Cloverfield in four and a half years. Like what are you doing? Mm -hmm. How did you sneak out a sequel to this? Um and and that in, you know, a couple of months it can become at least a big deal to to us people. We'll see how it does box office wise. Uh I can tell you that at the LMO it was easier to get tickets for 10 Cloverfield Lane, then London has fallen, which is too bad. But uh, I made that joke to Steve, and he said, well, there's something else to that. I think it's actually because there were more showings of 10 Cloverfield
0: Lane. Uh, but still. Uh, I, w- I will say uh, Hollywood Report already has it making like uh, almost $40 million this week. Uh, oh,
1: good. On a $15 mil budget? That's yeah. not bad at all. Oh, no. yeah. So
0: yeah. I-, I think the big test for it is how well it's going to hold up. And $1 million of that went to Bradley Cooper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Because it has two weeks before Batman Superman, so... Yeah, but nobody cares about that shit. Um, <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm. I'm really glad. Um, have you heard the new trailer with Lex Luthor saying, "It's the Gladiator fight everyone's waiting for"? You know, every time I you hear, You mean, that, every trailer for that. You know, it reminds me of Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> <laughs> it's Freddy versus Jason. Place, Place your, your bets. bets. Same. You
1: you've heard same. that Quentin you Tarantino guess. said that that was the only reason he wanted to yeah. see the movie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. I like that trailer with just Batman in it. Yeah. That was pretty good. I it'll be all right. I think we'll be okay. It'll, it'll be fine. Yep. It'll be fine. Um, so. Reassurance, the podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh,
0: so next week, James will be in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, me and Brad will womp, see Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Yeah. Um, let me know how it is. I, I think it looks pretty fun. And you can, you'll be able to watch on Netflix if you're. That's, right. that's very true. I can call
2: in my, my review. Yeah. Uh, what day does it come out? Does it come out on Friday? March 18th. Uh,
0: 18th. Oh, okay. I think it, I'll be busy watching Daredevil, sorry. Oh, yeah. I was actually, it was funny, I was, when you were leaving, I was like, man, I might just binge on Daredevil and make that the movie of the week. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. We could totally do that. But I'm doing, uh, Pee-Wee. Doing yeah. Pee-Wee? I'm watching Pee-Wee. Yeah.
2: I think that's better, cause Daredevil, I- Well, A, I'm gonna be in San Francisco, so I'm not gonna get to watch it, but, um, I think with the second season, I might take my time this time. Yeah, and like force myself to watch, w- and at one or two episodes a day, rather than like finishing it in two days. I say that.
0: Yeah, it's come, not on. Gonna happen. come on. Come um, on. It's funny because when Daredevil first came out, I watched like three episodes. I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. And then yeah. I started watching fourth, then fifth, then yeah. sixth, and then I never stopped. <laughs> yeah. Same thing with like making a murderer.
2: Yeah. Well, isn't like episode four the the one with the fight scene? in it? Yep. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> and that's when it was all downhill. Yep. Like that's when everything was. That's when you were doomed. I'm surprised um, it's not on Blu-ray
0: yet. Why yeah, not put on Blu-ray? That's true. Fuck Netflix. Man. They put the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on there. I just saw that. Oh yeah, but they put it only on DVD. I just
2: rewatched that show. I've been watching a lot of stuff about women in 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 bunkers lately. Nice. Um, because I, I watched the, the Room. Room. Yeah. Yeah, man, don't put women in bunkers. Yeah, they'll fight back. Yeah, they will. Yeah, just be a good person. Wait, wait, the way I, the way that you yeah. said that sounds really bad. Yeah, just, just be good. But just, just be, be nice. Just be nice to women. You know, um, <laughs> teach teach your daughters to be, you know,
0: resourceful. You know how great Ten Cloverfield Lane is too. Like at the beginning, when she's running away and she's at that gas station, that dude pulled up to her. I'm like, is she running from some guy?
2: You know how, how great Ten Cloverfield Lane is? Is it when she pulls up to that gas station? It said Kelvin on it, and I was like,
0: oh, right, I was so excited. <laughs>
2: Because uh, that's the gas station from from Super 8. You
1: know, know how great 10 Cloverfield Lane was? It was so great. I
2: think I'm going to go see it again tomorrow Nice. Oh, man, I want to go see it again. I
0: might see it at IMAX.
2: Yeah. I, that... I'm... Oh, gosh, Ooh. yes. Ooh. I, yeah, I, I, I got to make my parents go, and so when they go, I got to make
0: sure they go with me. Maybe, that,
2: maybe I'll do that tomorrow night. Nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening to the Real Nerds Podcast. Yeah. Until next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.